0: Two short scriptures today. First from 1 Chronicles 16, verse 34. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. First Thessalonians 5, 16-18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Well, it is the classic question. Is the glass half empty or half full? It's a question of perspective. Which, which part of the glass are you going to look at? Are you going to look at what you don't have? Or are you going to look at what you have? Are you going to pay attention to the things that you like or the things that you don't like? as christians we, we we are encouraged to to try to take a perspective and attitude of gratitude to be thankful for what we have and indeed throughout the bible you will find challenges to give thanks all over the place paul mentions thanks uh 46 times in his letters 46 times yes take the the half full part of the glass now At first glance, this focus on the half-full part can seem rather simplistic in this crazy world. Um, There was a 1960 movie called Pollyanna with a then much younger Haley Mills as the star in the movie. Pollyanna constantly has a a positive, optimistic outlook. She likes to play the glad game where she she thinks of all the things that she's glad for. In the movie, she drives everybody crazy (laughs) because through difficulty... uh, not everybody wants to feel glad. And often we, we try to ignore the empty space. And, and the problem with that is that people who are living in empty space right now, uh, that are living on the empty side of life, are then put off. Often in our churches, people suffer in silence rather than, uh, than with us because they don't feel that their voice of their opinions and pain and emptiness will be heard. Sometimes they worry about overly cheerful answers. Turn that frown upside down. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yeah, but the truth is sometimes we are overwhelmed by the emptiness that we have. Okay, hey, you, can, you can get tired of lemonade. And sometimes you, you can, life can give you some pretty awful uh, lemons. So this week is, is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And after that, we begin our Advent journey to Christmas. And and many people just don't feel like celebrating this year. It's just been a kind of a half-empty sort of 2020 with this virus. It's not recommended that families get together. Some will, but a lot won't. Yet, this time of year is always a half-empty part of the glass for some people, right? That december is a major month the major month for suicides okay that this week we're gonna have thanksgiving and uh somebody's gonna set chairs around the table and they're gonna realize they don't need one of those chairs or some mother or grandmother's gonna count out plates for thanksgiving and realize they don't need as many plates this year then We're going to celebrate Thanksgiving, and the next day is Black Friday. Now, Black Friday is not as big a deal this year as it has been, but often we we go from being thankful for what we have to risking life and limb to trample one another to, to go get things that we don't necessarily need or we want. People who have lots of debt are going to get into more debt this holiday. Why? Because they think if they just got this, if they just got that, they would be happy. How can the Bible say to give thanks in all circumstances? Can we still believe in God's steadfast love in our pain and in our suffering? It seems foolish. It doesn't fit our world today. This, this crazy optimism sounds like the view of a child. Of course, remember Jesus encouraged us one time to be more like children. In response to these questions, we, we first got to understand that the Bible does not come from this optimistic, Pollyanna sort of perspective and ask for giving thanks without understanding the empty half of the jar. These texts are written out of pain and sorrow, right from the middle of, of tragedy. Okay, take this passage from Chronicles. If, you, if you've ever read your Bible from start to finish, good job. I'm glad you got through Leviticus. And uh, you come to 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, and then you read 1st and 2nd Chronicles, you think, well, I just read these stories. Well, yeah, because Chronicles is a retelling of those stories after the exile. It's a different perspective on those same stories. And so the deja vu is natural. But imagine coming back from exile. Imagine having lost family, friends, land. Imagine... Uh, If you were left from the exile and and your your family and friends and leaders were all taken away. Generations later, we have people who witnessed the, uh, the destruction of the temple or have never even seen the temple. How can they say to give thanks for God's steadfast love? God's love probably didn't feel real steadfast to them. And what about Paul being thankful in all circumstances? How could Paul write those words? Listen to his trials from 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 5 times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. 3 times I was beaten with rods, I was once stoned. 3 times I was shipwrecked a night and a day, I was adrift at sea. Unfrequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea danger from false brothers and toil and hardship through many sleepless night and hunger and thirst often without food and cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there's the daily pressure of me, of my anxiety for all the churches as a special one for pastors, there. anxiety for our churches. Yeah, how can Paul go through all that? And, and yet say, give thanks in all circumstances. I mean, did he really, uh, Thank people for stones that were thrown at him. He may have been the first person to ever get beaten by rods and say, Thank you, sir. May I have another? Paul's half of the glass that was empty was really empty. was very difficult. He understands the empty part of the glass. He has the scars and he bears the limps of, limp of someone who has had a lot happen to him in life. But somehow... He still encourages us to give thanks. And in his letters so often, he expresses thanks. It's not easy to do. How can Paul do it? Well, well, I think we need to notice that the Bible rarely says be thankful. It does say be thankful. But, but the real phrase the Bible uses is give thanks. Okay, Giving thanks is an active verb. Like being thankful would be a being verb. Like I'm just being it. But giving thanks is like throwing thanks. It's like actively i mean i mean it actually it's it's more than being thankful it's more like praising like praise god like throw your thanks about him hand him your thanks okay so so paul uh says this is like a seems to treat this like a like a conscious decision like you need to give thanks he encourages them to be continually thankful because i think he has the insight that we're not naturally like that that's why he says give thanks in all circumstances because he knows it's not natural we have to work we put in effort we have to it's like a practice it's a discipline we have to train ourselves in all circumstances to give our to throw our praise to give our praise and yes it sounds foolish maybe we'll be a little bit like pollyanna maybe we'll drive everyone around us crazy but but i wonder if the foolishness is the point Maybe the radical nature of this kind of all-encompassing gratitude is precisely what we are meant to consider as Christians. Maybe Thanksgiving is part of God's strategy for helping us deal with difficult times. Not just having a simple gratitude, but to actually have honest thanksgiving. Okay, To, to look at the empty part of the glass and have the discipline to stay thankful for the full half have it it's like a defiant gratitude okay it's a gratitude that points at this world and the cruelty that this world can have and it says you will not steal my hope from me world my gratitude is defiant you will not steal my hope from me this idea that the empty parts of our lives can actually bring hope is part of the christian story right jesus empties himself to come to earth That's Christmas. And he empties himself on the cross. That's Easter. So so we don't pretend that pain and emptiness are not part of our lives. We can look honestly at the glass half-empty part of our lives and yet still find a way to be thankful, to find redemption in our challenges. See, I believe gratitude is the secret weapon of the Christian. It's our secret weapon. It's the root of peace. If you can calm yourself down enough to be thankful in really difficult times, you're going to find peace. I believe it is uh, the pathway to forgiveness. Okay, You want to know when you're really forgiving someone? When you can be thankful for them. Like, yeah, you did a lot of crappy things to me. And yet, you did some things that made me better. I'm stronger because of it. So I thank you for the lessons, even if I don't thank you for all of it. The Gratitude is the pathway to forgiveness. Gratitude is the strategy of someone who won't let the world get them down. Giving thanks can be like growing alligator skin, right? Where things just roll off of you. When people oppose you, when people attack you, you just continually bring yourself back to gratitude, to the half, to the half full part of the glass. Not, 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 not blind to the, the bad things, to the emptiness but just making it a discipline, a defiant gratitude. We need to constantly remind ourselves that we can be secure in Christ, that we can say thank you. And if we can do that, we can gain that alligator skin where no matter what life throws at us, we just keep going. Because uh, in those empty moments of life, God can bring redemption. We can find uh, a certain beauty, right? Sometimes in the storm, uh can be we can be closer to you uh, to god sometimes you can be closer to god in your emptiness so this thanksgiving may you be blessed with this defiant gratitude by the way what, what do you know what the greek word for gratitude is the thanks that you give eucharisto eucharist and communion is the ultimate expression of this so may, may you have this defiant gratitude not pretending that everything is fine and nanny, but a gratitude that chooses to say thanks as a way of trusting God and telling the pain of this world that it cannot have your hope. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.